You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy, and you are listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and of course, Star Wars. That's right. This is the DCAST, the official podcast of the DizInsider.com. This week, if you're sad about Bugs Land closing, guess what? We got plenty of good news for you because we have the box office rundown. The final Nutcracker in the Four Realms trailer came out. Some new Mary Poppins returned images. Captain Marvel news exclusive from the Diz Insider. Live action Milan detailed listener questions with our friend Sarah Sterling. That and much more on this episode. Greetings, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy. And as usual on the DCast, here I have Skylar Schuler. How are you doing today, Skylar? Oh, I am great. I am excited to get into this episode. A lot of a uh, lot of female you know, centric topics to talk about in terms of the film universe, including Mary Poppins, Captain Marvel, The Nutcracker, Mulan. And I'm so glad we have a our very good friend here. Why don't you introduce her, Andy? We have the one, the only friend of the show and just an all around awesome person, Sarah Sterling. How are you doing today, Sarah? So good. So excited about all the news and to be talking about it with you guys. And if you, awesome. if you don't know, Sarah, we've got a lot of new listeners lately. She is like the like the first Disney YouTuber I ever discovered like six years ago. She is the pin queen. She makes pins now. She knows everything about this. I mean, just <laughs> what you name it, fan flare, yappy hour, whatever it is. You know, she's done it all. So we're just so happy to have her on the show that she's a friend of ours and friend of the show. So thank you for being here, Sarah. Oh, my pleasure. Well, really quick, speaking of fan flair, how was Long Beach Comic Con? I know you, you were, were just there. there. I know. I got back like an hour and a half ago, maybe. It was good. It's a little, it's a littler con, but it was a lot of fun. And yeah, had a good time. Very awesome. cool. Very cool. So, Skylar, if people want to like listen to this show like or, or comment, what do they need to do? Do we have social media stuff? I guess we do, right? Oh, yeah, we're all over social media. Yes. Or are you talking about Sarah? I'm talking about I'm talking about the show. I'm talking like, about you. I'm, guys. I'm, I'm, oh, so, yeah. I'm so oh. confused because there's a Disney all... insider now. There's a decast now. There was. Well, what, what's going on? What's what is what is the deal here? I, I don't know. Just people. There's an article. Thedisinsider.com. You want to follow us? You want to comment? You want to be in the discussion? Just click on the link in the article at thedisinsider.com. Social media is all there. That way, you guys can choose where you listen, how you comment, how you follow. And then Andy and I don't have to get confused in talking about this. But the DCAST, the official podcast of the Diz Insider, it's, it's a mutual thing. It's a it's synergy. Me and Andy had to do it to mm-hmm. keep the podcast alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, article. do that article. Yeah, go on DizInsider.com because Skyler knows people who know people and he gets all these exclusive stuff. But anyways, you guys don't hear from us. You always hear from us. We have Sarah on the show. Sarah, just tell us what's been going on with you lately. You know, um, a lot of the same. <laughs> just an increased amount of the same stuff, you know, just making pins and you know, maybe not making as many videos as I should lately, but I'm working on stuff. And yeah, you know, this time of year always gets like really busy. So I'm like enjoying like maybe my last calm week before like Halloween just takes over my life. So that's about it. Now, how depressed are you about Bugs Land? Zero percent. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Okay. (laughs) 
I have been I, I have been emailed so many petitions about people wanting me to sign on change.org about them shutting down bugs land and I finally had to put up some Twitter like some tweets like stop it because I'm not gonna sign it. Like people are like, oh I man, know. It just it's really annoying. So yeah, don't do the your- petition the petition to make sure Flick continues to be yeah. on Pixar Pier. Yes, yes. Yep, that, I got I've that one like it. four times in my e- my personal yep. email that doesn't go out. Like, how did I you know. get my email? I know, same. I'm like, what? how'd you get my email? Yeah. <laughs> why do we need a petition? That doesn't that seem like an obvious move that, that they will do? I don't know why we're taking the time to create petitions for this. I've the, already seen Flick on Pixar Pier. Yeah, I've seen pictures <laughs> See, of it. There we go. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I'm unconcerned. <laughs> whoever's whoever's purging our personal emails, you know, you can email me at Andy at the if you need to get a hold of me. Don't go find my personal email. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Skylar, there's some movies that came out this week. So let's talk about the box office rundown because there's absolutely no Disney in it whatsoever. And uh, everyone's talking about the nun. Um I've seen none movies this week because I've been busy with getting ready for for film school starting back up. So uh You are yeah. a funny guy. I've seen none. Um, um it's been I'm sorry, the summer's been bad with movies. It really has. It really hasn't been a whole lot. And it, it really hasn't gotten better this week. No. So I I saw I saw two of the the wide releases. I saw Peppermint on uh Thursday night and I saw the nun just the other day. Uh sat excuse me, yesterday. We're recording on Sunday. I saw the nun yesterday and they they're okay. They're they're not spectacular. I mean, if I'm going to recommend any movie to anyone, it'd be, you know, uh, Christopher Robin, um, Mission Impossible, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Searching, I've heard, is really good. I would never, ever recommend The Meg to anyone, not even my worst um, enemy. Everybody. And that movie has made more than the Han Solo film. Like, seriously, how on earth? I, I can't even, I, I had a free ticket. I couldn't even bring myself to go see it. Like, yeah. That. Really good news. Uh, Disney's Christopher Robin worldwide has crossed one hundred and forty two million dollars at the worldwide box office. Good. I assume the the production budget on that was only like 80 million. Uh, that's before marketing. So I'm, I'm sure this movie's made its money back just barely. And I, I wonder and maybe, Sarah, I, I want to know your thoughts, but how big of an impact is China? This movie not being released in China on the box office has Christopher Robin suffered. Oh, I mean, I, I'm not like an expert on this kind of thing, but I think that for a lot of movies, China can save it in terms of it being profitable. So I don't, I don't know, you know, like everyone's like nutcracker is going to make a ton of money in China. Well, well let me, cool. Well, let but, me ask you this. Like hmm. you, you've been to Shanghai Disney, right? It, mm-hmm. Is Pooh very marketable there? Did you see a lot of Pooh? No, actually, like, not any that I can remember. It's kind of illegal, I think. <laughs> Just <laughs> no curious. pants. Illegal. Know, no. How dare you? Put some no, pants I mean, on I Piglet. think it's, I don't know exactly, like, why certain things get through and some don't. I mean, I know some reasons why, but I wouldn't know why Christopher Robin specifically didn't. But yeah, Pooh Bear, not very big there. And I, I guess that indicates that maybe a lot of the past movies maybe didn't get released there either. But I'm not sure on that exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Well, another oh, another yeah. movie at a for Disney still kind of cranking out at the box office. Incredibles two, which has yep. <laughs> found itself being the the big summer blockbuster of the year. Um, you know, when you see this movie coming out in June with films like Jurassic World and other summer blockbusters, is now Pixar Pixar's highest grossing film. Uh, you know, it's the highest grossing animated film 
in the United States of all time. It's crushing Finding Dory. It's made, I believe, $125 million more than Finding Dory. Mm-hmm. Um, just breaking all sorts of uh, records for the Disney company. So that's good to see. Um, do we know when this movie's coming out? November, right? Which movie? Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2 already came out. No, no, no. I mean on <laughs> DVD. On DVD. Oh, yeah. oh, I was Blu-ray. like, what? It came out in June. Uh, I have no idea, but they're going to do a quick turnaround. This, I guarantee you. People want this movie in their hands. They'll usually do the, the, the digital download a month before they do the hard copy, which drives me nuts because then I end up downloading it. And then I buy the hard copy with the digital download. Then I have an extra digital download. It just, it, <laughs> it's a scam. I tell you, it's a scam. But I, I gladly pay the money. So it, it will be a quick turnaround on this, I guarantee. Pro, it'll be in time for the Christmas shopping season. That's good to hear. Well, it's a uh, slow, slow box office weekend outside of The Nun, which is just okay. Next week we have The Predator coming out and then A Simple Favor with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. So we'll still, see how it does. Still, you know what? Still- this summer just – I'm sorry. This summer just stank, man. Like my favorite movie of all year, which was an amazing – of all summer, was the Black Klansman by far. And that movie did not get the love it should have um, – at the box office, I really, I mean, it made his money back. It only cost $15 million to make. But it's just, gosh, incredible. All the good ones hit so early in the summer, and then they just kind of faded mm. away. Well, yeah. Anyway. It, it, we're now we're less than a month away from October and then October we're going to start seeing not only some Oscar you know you know Oscar contenders but some big releases you know you got Venom A Star is Born the new Goosebumps movie First Man we have Ralph Breaks the Internet The Nutcracker Aquaman yes. Mary Poppins we're now we're coming towards the end of the year it'll get better so I'm super excited um, it doesn't have to be Disney but what movie are you guys looking uh, most forward to for the rest of the year um, you know, I mean, I'm so excited for Ralph Breaks the Internet, but just uh, other non-Disney from what you just said, I am like so excited for A Star is Born. <laughs> oh, I've heard fantastic things. Uh, I know. It's Lady Gaga. Such good early reviews but, and like, yeah. Lady Gaga is getting a lot of Oscar buzz on this one. There's, there's yeah. Uh, so is Bradley Cooper as a director. As a director. I know. Ugh, I just like it's going to be good. It's funny. It's funny you said that, Sarah. Because mine. I mean, there's Mary Poppins Returns. That I'm excited about. But my number one movie I'm looking forward to in the next few months is A Star Is Born. We know from the Emmys from TV that that um, American Horror Story that Lady Gaga can act. We know she can act. She has acting chops. Mm-hmm. And just Bradley Cooper, I think, is kind of just a hidden genius, a hidden gem. We don't realize how good he is as a director. Um, what, no matter what you think about him with other things he's done. So I just, this movie, every, every little scene they put out, I'm just eating it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just amazing. So yeah. You're, yeah. you're not excited for Smallfoot? Well, no. Well, no. <laughs> um, but Ralph Breaks the Internet too. Like, I'm just like, I'm a, that film, I'm just excited from as a fan, just knowing how much tongue in cheek, how much, you know, inside baseball is going to be in that film. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's just going to be fun to watch. I'll probably see it several well, times. Well, before Ralph Breaks the Internet comes out, we do know Disney has another movie uh, hit in theaters just a couple weeks before that, and that is Nutcracker in the Four Realms, and they released the final trailer. Now, let's preface this by saying if you have seen Ant-Man and the Wasp in theaters, you have seen this trailer already. Mm, yeah. Um, but it, they're calling it their final trailer. Um, for me, really quick, just to touch on it, I am not looking forward to this film. I, I like the Nutcracker story. But this movie's given me all sorts of through the looking glass, Narnia, Beauty and the Beast, weird trippy vibes. And I'm just 
it just I'm so scared that this movie is just not going to do it for me. Um, what are your guys' thoughts? I know for me, I feel it, the same. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. Um, what do you think of the trailer? That's all. Well, I, I mean, it's like uh, it's a trailer for the kind of movie it is. You know, like I mean, it's just it is what it is. <laughs> I, just, I don't, I don't I like. Have, yeah, I don't like saying bad things about Disney, but this just it feels like. <laughs> So much like through looking glass or, you know, yeah, it's a lot of hype, but no real substance, a lot of flashy stuff. But it's just like, eh, I'm really afraid it's going to it's going to flop. I really do. You know, and it's it's hard to it's sad to say that. But if you want to be like realistic about it, the movie opens up the same day as Bohemian Rhapsody, which everybody's uh, looking yes. forward to. Then the following week, the Grinch comes out from uh, I believe it's, it's Illumination. Uh, Illumination, yeah. and we all know how well Illumination does. And then you have Girl in the Spider's Web, which people are looking forward to. And then a week later, Fantastic Beasts comes out. Oh, so, God. Um, it, it, you know, and then just a couple weeks later, Ralph breaks the internet. Creed, Robin Hood. There's all sorts of movies coming out. I just I think Nutcracker gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little confused because, you know, they they I was kind of really excited about it when they talked about it at the last D23 because they spoke so heavily about how it's going to be this mix of hip hop with traditional ballet. And I feel like that hasn't been in the trailer at all. And I'm, is that even happening? That's totally still? lost. I feel like it's totally lost Why? in the trailer. Yeah. In all honesty, I haven't heard of hip hop. I didn't even know there was going to be hip hop in it. They, I know, right? Like they've, I've not heard about it once since D23, but they had this um, young man. I don't know his name. He has like a, a dance name that is not his real name. It's like a stage name. And he came out and did like this hybrid hip hop ballet performance literally at D23. <gasps> That's right. And it was so great. And I'm just like, maybe people would be more hyped about this if you were pushing that aspect yeah. forward. But that makes me nervous that it didn't end up being that way or something. They're, like I was saying, they're pushing this like adventure. When when people think of the Nutcracker, they're thinking of, you know, beautiful holiday musical. And this looks like through the looking glass. Mm -hmm. and, the and, cast is, and the cast is stacked on this, which is even more concerning. Um, the, the you know Heather Mirren, you know, I, you know Morgan Freeman, everybody who they have in this cast, I can just go off and name and name and name all the names they have in here. It, the fact that it's so stacked and they're just not—I don't feel like they're pushing it like it's supposed to be pushed. It, it tells me Disney probably doesn't have the faith in it they once did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's concerning. Yes, that's quickly coming out uh, November second release, I believe. Um, let's move on to something a little more exciting in the terms <laughs> of Disney musicals. Let's move on to Mary Poppins Returns. A, a new image was released by Empire Magazine or the web. I I don't know if it was social media or the actual magazine, but Empire's released a new photo from uh, Mary Poppins uh, features Lin-Manuel Miranda performing some sort of music musical number, I assume. Um, what did you guys think of the image? Not really a lot to go from just a nice image of Mary with the, uh, the new Banks children and, you know, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's character. I, for me, it, it, it more the same. I like the aesthetic. I like the, the color palette they're using. Um, I'm always a fan of Lin-Manuel Miranda. So from there, I, it, I'm hearing good things. And just, I'm such a huge fan of Lin-Manuel Miranda that I don't think he would he would be involved in something that isn't like going to be a hit. So 
I'm excited just from that perspective. The image doesn't really tell me anything new. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just so stoked. It's going to be good. I'm like, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm what ready. I, what I like about the image is when you look at the image, you immediately think, oh, that's Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it kind of, the images they've released, and even that first trailer, it it immediately reminds you of that world that we were, you know, we remember watching from the original uh, Mary Poppins film. So that's what I like about it. But uh, super excited for Lin-Manuel Miranda in this but, movie. But will he do a bad cockery accent? That's my question. Like, is he going to do the horrible English accent that they teach theater students in film class not to do? Like, they actually show video of the Dick, Dick Van, Van Dyke, Dyke. Yeah. doing the accent. <laughs> say, Don't do English accents this way. Like, they use it I, as a bad I, example. I kind of hope so. <laughs> Oh, I hope he does such a bad Cockney accent in this movie that in the movie, <laughs> I hope that Dick Van Dyke's character says something like, oh, that's a horrible accent. Just something <laughs> funny, just like a nod to, you know, the back, the old backlash. Um, wasn't even That'd bad, be amazing. Yeah. But I would love a joke. That'd be so much fun. I'm, and I'm excited for the cast. Like the cast is mm-hmm. stacked. Um, and it's, you know, Rob Marshall, I, he. He's hit and miss for me. I've always said that on this on this show that Rob Marshall is an interesting choice because I wasn't a fan of Into the Woods and he directed the most boring Pirates of the Caribbean film to me. Which one? Uh, the fourth one. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. even see that. Oh, one, so. <laughs> oh, well, can't even remember what it's called on Strange uh, Tides. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was it. But he directed Chicago and Chicago is awesome. So interesting. Here's hoping my fingers are crossed. All right, let's female led movies are the the talk of the town. We're probably going to talk about this one a little more, uh, a little in depth. And I'm glad Sarah's here for this. We're talking Captain Marvel. Yes. As Entertainment Weekly finally gave us our first look at Captain Marvel with 10 uh, images from the film, which will go over some of the key images. Um, Sarah, what did you think of the first look at Captain Marvel and how excited are you for this film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'm so excited. I think she looks awesome. I think her suit looks so powerful and I love everything about it. I love what we heard about her character being kind of more real, realistic, not like any of, I mean, it's all unrealistic in Marvel, but (laughs) but like she's, she's realistic in that she's kind of like off the cuff and like a kind of overreacts or doesn't plan things, you know, like she's, she's like a real person. I think she's going to be so relatable and I love that it's in the nineties. I mean, we're going to go over everything, but like just generally there's so many different aspects of it that get me so excited for this to happen. Andy? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this. I, I've been I've been bugging out about this movie since uh, Avengers Infinity War during the, the end credit scene there where, you know, mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson calls her up. He's like, oh, I know, you know, from the comic book. She's like, yes, yes. And then um, I, I love the aesthetic. I love how they're, they're, they're doing the costuming. I love the throwback. I love how we have Guardians, you know, Ronan the Accuser in there and all these other, you know, the Nova Corps. Just from a nerdy comic book Marvel standpoint and how this could lead into a Nova movie later on. There's been talk that Nerdist was reporting er- later earlier this week. Um, this is this is just going to be good. I think it's also going to fill in a lot of holes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, oh, that's why mm-hmm. that is. Oh, that's why that is. Um, of course, you have, you know, Nick Fury before his eye patch, which is awesome. And uh, I'm just, I, yeah, I, I don't have enough good things to say about this. 
the the 90s feel of it all, you know, Brie Larson, who's one of my favorite actresses, you know, in a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt, looking very 90s. You know, I grew, I was a teenager in the <laughs> late 90s, so this is all, like, very nostalgic for me. So this is, this is going to be awesome. My question is, Mr. Disney Insider, when are we getting a trailer? Yeah. I've heard if it's not this week, it is definitely 100% next week. So we're getting it in the next 14 days. Ooh. Oh, my God. Next fourteen oh days, so be ready. Is it going to be like a teaser or like? Uh, it's going to be a. It's going to be its first trailer. You it's heard it here, guys. You heard a, it here. It's going to be a two-minute trailer. Um, Exclusive. So it's uh, yeah. So give it fourteen days. I don't know if it's this week, but if it's not this week, it's definitely next week. Um, sweet, sweet, sweet. Get excited because it's coming. Um, I and can't I also, wait to hear what like epic love, '90s song is going to be in the trailer. Oh my gosh, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also love how Brie Larson and, and Entertainment Weekly were were tweeting about this. She's like, "Hey, EW, you know, want to break the internet?" That was just. Hey, I know it's planned. It's not real, but it's just it's really cool when they do stuff like that. Like you know, yeah. Marvel's really good at doing that. So yeah, well, they did it with Infinity War when they released it a week earlier. With Robert Downey Jr. is all, "Hey, I want I want everyone to see Infinity War," and then all of a sudden, Marvel Studios is like, "All right, here we go." Avengers Infinity War comes out a week sooner. And Marvel, they're Twitter, all about social media. Yeah, Marvel, like even when like their stuff gets leaked, like. Last time uh, the trailer got leaked like three weeks early. They're like, dang it, Hydra. And they just played it off like it was <laughs> this yeah. planned thing. So. Yeah. So so I want to talk about some of my our favorite images and some of the ones were just kind of like, eh. Uh, there's only one image to me that I'm like, eh, and I'll get to that. But I want to talk about the one image that has me so giddy. And I don't know why. It's Samuel L. Jackson de-aged. Tell me he does not this de-aging technology Marvel's been using for the last seven, eight years is not getting better and better. And they're going to use this technology, you know, throughout the whole movie for not only Sam Jackson's character, but Phil Coulson uh, in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe or in Captain Marvel. So did, am I am I wrong or no, I mean, like I, it didn't even like it didn't even register to me that it like had been like edited in any way i was just like there's nick fury like 30 years ago or whatever 20 years ago like i just like didn't even it, it looks think like, about it. it looks like samuel L. jackson in do the right thing from the early yeah. 90s like oh my gosh like did they take that from spike's film and no they this de-aging technology is amazing yeah it's yeah it's crazy what they can do with this technology you know, moving forward, like, you know, actors can, you know, just de-age themselves now. Uh, well, Marvel's doing it for the most part, but there's other studios that have done it. But it it's interesting. I, I'm curious as to see what, what this kind of technology is going to be used for moving forward, whether it's de-aging or fast-forwarding aging for, you know, actors. Now you don't have to cast younger actors for roles that, you know, you can just de-age, you know, Samuel L. Jackson. It's It's interesting to me. Yeah, it's wild. The one image I I didn't I wouldn't say I didn't care for because I love the makeup is the scrolls on the beach, and the main scroll is Ben Mendelsohn in makeup, and um, I like the makeup very Star Trekky to me. Um, very, it's good. It's good. It just looks like the joke I'm seeing on the internet where it looks like they're a boy band walking on the beach. It's the hottest album of 95. Still, that image, though, especially if you're a comic book nerd, is so telling about, you know, uh, about the Kree and about how it ties into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how now we might get a Nova movie later on. It's just very you, you see that you're like, OK, now they're bringing in a whole other aspect of the Marvel comic book world into this, 
which hasn't really been there before. It's been hinted at. So the, the, the image is very boy bandy. You know, it looks, you know, looks very boy bandy. But does that have them there? Like, OK, this is happening. Like they're going to it's going to be the, the Marvel cosmic universe now and bringing all that in. So I'm I geeked out about that a little bit. As you yeah. Should. Yeah. I think the image itself is like boring, but like I the same feels for me just because like the first time I ever heard about the scrolls because I didn't read all of the comics um, was when Scarlett Johansson showed up blonde for Infinity War and people were like scrolls like scrolls uh, oh, yep. <laughs> um, and so like see, seeing that I'm like scrolls yep. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your guys' uh, favorite images ones you're just like eh I mean I like the one of her in the in the jet or whatever that is totally top gun I'm like yeah badass I, I personally love the one where Brie Larson's leading the, um, I think it's, it's Nova Corps or it's, it's the Kree Brigade. Oh, they're, there. Uh, they're Star the Green. Yeah, green the green, suit. yeah, the green suit. And they, um, they're going before um, Ronan, Ronan, who's not Ronan the Accuser yet, but she's just like badass. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm leading these guys. You know, I'm the leader of these guys. And she's going up for Ronan, who we know is pretty hardcore, but he hasn't been like radicalized yet at this point. So, and she's walking up with confidence. It's just, it's a, it's a really good shot. I love that shot. Yeah. Any images, any other images you guys want to talk about before we move on? I uh, love Samuel Jackson jet. Um, not, it's just, it's good overall. I mean, like I said, I love the nine inch nail shirt, the nineties feel. It's, it was a good, it was a good little teaser and I'm glad we're glad we're getting a trailer soon. Same. Totally, totally agreed. Captain Marvel hits theaters March 8th, uh, next year. Not going to be an origin story, which is, uh, which is nice. We've had so many origin stories yes. in the MCU. It's it's nice to just see them go right into it. So she'll already have her powers. It's going to be set in space. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. First, uh, one of the first female directors on an MCU film. She, uh, uh, Anna Bowden, co-directed it with, I believe his name is Ryan Fleck. I don't have his name here posted with me. Shame on me. But super excited. Next year. Can't wait. Let's go on to another female heroine it's all a, about the, it's dis, all about the ladies today insider exclusive when everyone else was reporting the opposite skylar came in clutch and so did uh our writer cammy came in clutch on this one man it, oh yeah i uh yeah I, it's man where do i begin <laughs> okay i've been not only on you know the decast talking about this i've talked about this before on you know disney news weekly um mm-hmm. with, with uh, sarah and them that when this movie was you know releasing all sorts of information that was a little different from the animated film uh, i i had stated that you know it's way too early you know the film the movie wasn't even in production yet you know it's too early to judge a movie you know based on you know details disney's given out this movie was supposed to start filming in january february it got pushed back um not not gonna say this is the reason it was pushed back but i heard from a really good source uh close to the film and by close i mean working on the film that uh disney's mulan remake will indeed feature some of the classic songs from the animated film Mushu will appear. Don't know how large Mushu's role in the film is, and I don't even know who's going to voice him. And we probably won't know till D23, in all honesty. Um, I had another source uh, work really closely with me to try and confirm this. 
Um, and it was came back to me that, yeah, I can confirm this report, too. So super excited to say that uh, we are able to find out that there will be songs and Mushu in the live action Mulan. Um, so everybody whining about it can Let me hear stop. It. Everybody's been whining. There's no music. There's no Mushu. I didn't care either way. And it, I just was tired of all the whining about it because oh, we get the whole like the, the the remakes are not as good. They're ruining my childhood. Blah 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 blah. Who cares? Um, yeah, it's it, it's good. I I was actually kind of looking forward to not having those things because I thought it would be a different take and just a straight up like yeah, one movie. I was the same way. But you know what? If they're gonna do it, I'm sure it's gonna be great. So that's me. Yeah, I also didn't care either way because I was like, okay, cool. If there's if it's not a musical, it's going to be like, a, you know, it's going to be different. It is dumb that people people were like, oh, it's exactly the same. And then when they do it different, people are like, do it the same. <laughs> but, exactly. but what's crazy is that like people, I don't know, like do people forget that when, when this report came out that there wasn't going to be music, they, they went back and were like, wait, 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 we didn't say that there wasn't going to be music. We said we weren't sure yet, basically. Exactly. Uh, Nikki Caro, the director, her yeah. response from was, hey, we heard this rumor. Carol's yeah. response was, yes, from what I understand, no songs right now much to the horror of my children. She said that earlier this year like, like way earlier so this year. long ago yeah. yeah that was earlier this year and that's when you know it, the film was pushed back to you know august production start date so like like we've all been saying who's to say they didn't push it back to you know rework the script and add songs to the film add mushu uh maybe change up some characters I, what's cool is I, I tease this on my personal social media is that uh, Disney, you know, they, they have a horse, uh, you know, a horse trainer or a horse stuntsman on set and they gathered 80 horses for the avalanche scene. So there's going to be some iconic scenes from Mulan yeah. that are going to be in this movie. So it's it's going to be a little different, which is nice. I like the fact that they're, you know, going different but still trying to put some you know little nods to the animated film because i think in in reality jungle book did that really well and so did mm-hmm. cinderella yes yeah mm-hmm. completely agree and then yeah. uh, aside from that <laughs> yeah if you haven't haven't seen the story check it out on the disinsider.com super excited for this comes out uh, March twenty seventh, twenty twenty. So we're over Who's gonna? Vo- who do we think's gonna voice Mushu? Though? I know. I was just gonna say. I can't wait for people to freak out that it's like not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> like, I don't want Eddie Murphy to do it. Like, I guess it's not gonna be Eddie Murphy. It, okay. But who? Who we? Th- who can do it? It is kind of an iconic role, especially from the, the, those nineties Disney films. Who's gonna voice Mushu? Who do we want? Who's your dream casting? Oh, my dream casting. I was going to tell you the obvious choice is Kevin Hart, but that's not my dream casting. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, you know, I don't I don't have a dream cast. Uh, oh, yes, uh, I do. Rain uh, Wilson. I would like Rain Wilson to voice Yago. Uh-huh. Or not Yago, uh, Mushu. Okay. Okay. That's- if you have a Hannibal Burris do it, it's just like a very oh. different Mushu. <laughs> He's just like, okay. Yeah, whatever. I guess you're going to go oh. do that. Like, <laughs> what if you got, like, It's going to be someone a little hyperactive. I over know, the what about, he would, he so would, random. He would never do it, but what about a Jim Carrey? He would never It'd do it. Good. It'd be good. I just, yeah. I, he'd be good. I... He's busy doing Sonic right now. I don't yeah. I don't know if he'd go from Sonic to Mushu. Yeah, mm-hmm. to pay him enough. Yeah, right. True. I... 
It's possible. I, I, there's so many actors you could name for for this role. I, I just think if you're going to get someone from Mushu, it's got to be hyperactive, mm-hmm. uh, a hyperactive comedian, I would say. Maybe yeah. Kevin Hart is the choice. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, I wouldn't be mad at Kevin Hart. I wouldn't be mad. I think we remember talking about that like a year ago, uh, 23 when we were first talking about Mulan. We talked about Kevin Hart and... Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad about that. That's, that's like the obvious choice if they were to get someone. Uh, Kevin Hart has the you know the star powers and he's got the the name recognition. Yes, he does. He does. He does. So, you have some questions for us, Skyler. Yeah. So we have listener questions. Something a little a little bit newer we've been doing on the show. Uh, if you want to give us a listener question, you want to ask myself, Andy, Sarah, any guests we have on the show, just you know hit us up at the Dcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Check out the Facebook page. Go to the Distance Center wherever you go. Like I said, check out the article. Our social medias are there. Send us a question. We'd love to read it on the uh, show and hear, see what everyone's thoughts are. Uh, so the first question comes to uh, one of the nicest kids on social media. We all we all know him, Noah Martin. He asks, Noah. If you, if, <laughs> Sorry. If you could see one movie turned into a live action film, what would you choose? Disney movie, I assume. Disney movie. Mm. I assume, yeah, I, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think for me it's Pinocchio, but that's already happening. Mm-hmm. That's my childhood favorite. So that that's mine, but that is happening. That is in the works. So. Yeah, so many are happening. I feel like Tangled would be dope, live action. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Hercules would be really difficult, but really cool. Yeah, I stole mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. No, no, steal it. Hercules would be awesome. What about a, what about yeah, a, Pix- so cool. a Pixar live action? Like so, one of the Pixar films. No, live action. Mm. they're not touching Pixar. Oh, come on. Or meet the. Yeah, Rock- but what if? <laughs> oh. Up. <laughs> Up would be amazing as live action. Up you would could do be it. cool. Can you imagine like Indiana? Like Harrison Ford could just play Carl because he's the appropriate age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. He's all crotchety and mad all the time. Because I'm just like it is kind of like an adventure film, and it's just like. With a kid. Yep. It's like Shorty and Indiana Jones, but it's up. Yeah, shut up, kid. <laughs> I, I just don't see Pixar ever touching, you know, no, or yeah, going no. live action with those characters. But yeah, it yeah, would be I good. Yeah. If so the technology was awesome, give me Wally live action. I know, right? Oh, gosh. I have a soft spot for Wally. Best, best Pixar film still. I maintain that. Wally, hands down, best Pixar film ever made. Well, had the film have done better? I think Treasure Planet would be nuts as a live action film. <laughs> oh, that'd be live good. Action. Oh man! Or even Meet Atlantis. the Ro- Meet the Robinsons. I I have a soft oh, spot for Meet the Robinsons. I love Meet the Robinsons. So that would be really good live action. Oh, such a feel good family movie. All right, let's move on. Thanks for the question, Noah. Uh, he asked a question last week, but I I love that he keeps asking questions. I'm gonna get get another one on here. Is what do you think the release slate for 2020 will look like? Disney, Marvel, Pixar. So. We know Mulan comes out in 2020. We already know what's coming out in 2019. Let's take some guesses. What do you think's coming out in 2020? We don't have to go like, oh, this is coming out in May. But if we had to guess, if we had to predict what Disney may do in 2020 with Marvel, Pixar, whatever you want, Muppets, I don't care. What do you think's coming in 2020? Oh, yeah, me. Oh, gosh. Because things, man. They have so much things down the pike right now. I'm so like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much lost on all of it now like, as, as of late. 
Uh, I know they're scaling back Star Wars, so I'm a little like, okay. So I don't really know. I, I don't have a good answer to that. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, how do you predict, you know? It's, I know, it's tough. I mean, there's the obvious ones like Sword in the Stone 2020. That's not going to be ready right. for release, even though it starts filming this month. But it's not going to be ready for, you know, the, the streaming service. Um, I assume Pinocchio, maybe 2020, Peter Pan. Um, uh, if Disney hurries up uh, this fall and finally gets Cruella in front of cameras, maybe Cruella. And that the, the, you mentioned something there. The key thing is how is the streaming service going to be received? How well is it going to exactly. do? How profitable is it going to be? And that's going to be really telling you what Disney puts into the streaming service and what Disney puts on the big screen. Uh, if, if the streaming service is, goes really, really well, they'll put some films that they may have put on the big screen, maybe, but maybe like in February, March. Uh, on the streaming service because they'll do a little bit better. I think it's kind of the tell-all right now, and then we'll we'll really kind of get a gauge for it uh, next summer in Anaheim at a uh, Net D23, uh, where how that's mm-hmm. going and what they have planned for the next five years. So, awesome. Okay, next question is from Danny Mendoza. He wants to know our opinions on the Lion King remake. Obviously, we're not going to have too much, but we can kind of our, gauge our excitement and talk about a little bit about the footage we saw at D23. Sarah, what's your excitement level and opinions on the uh, remake? I am pretty freaking stoked for it, but I am also a little worried it's going to be shot for shot the same as the animated one, but I'm I'm mostly just pumped just because it's The Lion King and the opening sequence was crazy. Just the the technology alone, I'm excited to see how far it's come even from since the Jungle Book. So that's it's going to look crazy. Okay, how how much do you think it makes opening weekend? Opening weekend. God, just like Um, double Beauty and the Beast numbers. uh, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Beauty. I mean, I remember going Beauty a Thursday night. I went in my theater, you know, in Southern Oregon. It was a packed house full of, you know, eight-year-olds on a Thursday night. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I'd been to, I've been to Avenger openings that weren't as big as this. So yeah, it's right. gonna, it's going to be stinking huge. I'm, you know, you can't you can't go wrong with Don Glover, Beyonce. I mean, Queen Beyonce's in there. Beyonce's in there. And just, it's going to be just it, the cast is so stacked. And John Favreau, who's just, you know, when it comes to storytelling using this technology, he's just a genius at it. So it's, I think it's going to go well. Um, yeah, I mean, Chilito Ejiofor, Seth Rogen, John Canny, John Oliver. Gosh, I mean, you just look at this cast. It's going to, it's going to be amazing. I, I'm really confident. You don't get this much talent in a room if it isn't something special. Mostly true. It does happen. Beyonce doesn't do like anything unless it's incredible. These exactly. Days. Yeah. She's not going to be, she doesn't want her name attached to something that's people are going to be like, eh, it was okay. Like yeah. she wants this thing to be epic. And that's why I think it took her so long to confirm and sign on. Cause she was like one of the last holdouts. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I'm, I'm super excited. The footage was awesome. It, it looked amazing. Um, and I really can't doubt you know, John Favreau, he did so well with the Jungle Book, a movie that we were all like, really? The, a live action CGI Jungle Book movie? And it turned out to be one of, you know, visually so breathtaking yeah. and the, the technology they used was just crazy. And now you're doing it for the Lion King. I, 
and I my my only concern is really not you know how good the movie will be or the money is basically what Sarah said is is it going to be paced for paced like the animated film too much? Uh-huh. So okay. it'll it'll be interesting, but I just, I just can't wait to be king live action. That's going to be awesome. Oh yeah, or CG. Uh-huh. I can never. I say just remake, but I always say live action when it's really not live action. I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's confusing. So we we still got a little more time. Uh, there's a couple things I want to ask Sarah that we talked about recently on the show that I, I really want to kind of gauge Sarah's opinion. But before that, on Twitter, Danny Mendoza, who just gave us this question on The Lion King, said this really nice message on uh, Twitter. And I, I wanted to read it on the show because I, I just thought it was really nice. And it's nice to hear listeners, you know tweet this kind of stuff to us is uh he tagged it at andy and he said just heard your speech about uh from last week on the dcast about race it touched me as a young latino that anyone can be anything i live near ashland and i saw a play the other day yeah and danny mendoza uh i live near ashland and i saw a play the other day where it was just so rich and diverse i can't describe how i feel thank you so that's super cool to hear we like hearing those kinds of stuff so um on that note um, Sarah, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Zendaya and the what we're calling rumors, but pretty solid rumors that Zendaya uh, has been offered the role of Ariel. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Black Ariel. Yes. <laughs> I want it so bad. Yes. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that part of it is because I like want people to be uncomfortable. I like have no oh, sympathy yes. for people yeah. who are like, Meh. I'm like, shove it in their face, shove it in their face. But I know it's so great just because Ariel is so such such a big princess. I feel like she's one of the more popular Disney princesses. And mm-hmm. for like non-white little girls to be able to see Ariel looking more like them is like such a powerful thing that I think is important to have happen. I hope it happens. It's just like, and there's no reason why not. Like every, every like argument that's come up is such trash. (laughs) Borderline racist. Yeah. Well, definitely. Oh, I've gotten the most, that episode got me the most uh, racist comments I've ever had. Oh, it's been bad. Yeah. And on Twitter and in my inbox. Like come at me, bros. This is, this is my favorite thing in the, this is my favorite response I get Uh, to this day. I'm not racist. Well, but, first off, when you start you, when but, you start your sentence with "I'm not racist," I'm not racist. I'm not a homophobe. Yeah. Here right. comes a racist comment. I'm not racist, but Ariel should be white with red hair because the animated film she was white with red hair, and it wouldn't be right to change that. Why? I'm like, excuse me. She lives on the water. My she favorite talks. was that like crazy one where it's like it wouldn't make sense for mermaids to be dark because of the amount of sunlight, blah blah oh. blah. And I'm like, they're mermaids. <laughs> she talks to a crab and fights. They're a not sea real. <laughs> there's a, I, <laughs> there's a talking seagull. Okay, let's get over it. Dennis Haysbert as uh, Triton. Give us RuPaul. Oh, RuPaul as uh, Ursula. I am begging Disney to get RuPaul as oh. Ursula. That would just burn, you know, the worst. I would love, it's yeah, just, I would love for just oh. a drag. I would love for a drag queen, any drag queen to play Ursula. Um, I know there's, there's a lot of people who feel differently about it because a lot of people are like, Ursula is the only 
other female character in the whole movie. Like it should be given to a woman. And I understand that argument, although I disagree that just because I want to see a drag queen Blairsla, especially because she was based on Divine. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I get I get both sides of that one. But, but um, yeah, the the race ones, no way, no way. And I just like I can't wait. It would just be such a bold. What, what excites me is that like of all the movies, you know, like Lady and the Tramp is doing the the colorblind casting, which is great. But to do it with such a big movie like The Little Mermaid is a really big statement and a really big move to make. And it, and it makes me excited that Disney would do that. I mean, ultimately and like representation matters. I live in an amazing part of the country where um, the, the Oregon Shakespeare festival, they make a goal that over 51, 51% of their cast at that Shakespeare festival that runs 10 months out of the year uh, will be persons of color. And they also have, you know, queer representation, uh, deaf representation. I love it. And what Danny Mendoza is actually talking about in that, in that question was um, they have a production of Henry V here. Henry V is played by a Latinx actor. Like, and just he actually went on PBS and the L.A. Times this week, that particular actor, to talk about how important that would have been for him as a little boy seeing mm-hmm. Henry V played by a Latinx actor. So representation means a lot. It, it matters, you know, for the queer community, for the Latinx community, for the African-American community, for people of color, women. It matters. And it's so important. We don't need more whitewashed roles. We just don't. They're, white actors are going to do fine. They mm-hmm. are. White straight actors are going to be okay. All right. So everybody get over it. Representation <laughs> is important and it matters. So that's my diatribe. And I'll probably get nasty comments about it. But shut up. I don't I care. You racist and homophobes. Okay. So let's uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, controversial issues again. Um, last week we talked about Disney pulling the trigger on Elsa's sexual orientation. Uh, Sarah, I'm sure you've heard about it or read the article or seen it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? I I kind of can't believe it. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> like I like it would be so amazing, but I can't. I part of me just can't believe it. Like I mean, I've been asked a lot of times. Um, like when when do you think Disney will have an out gay character? And I've always been like in my lifetime, but like not for maybe twenty years is like how I feel about it. So to think that it could happen. Um, way sooner than I thought is really, really surprising to me. Like, sure. I, I feel like it, I feel like we would have had so many smaller steps before this oh, happens. And so that's why it's kind of like, Oh, we're just like, we're just going right. We're going right there. Like, it's just, we're going to do it. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of just like in shock. Um, and I'm like, we'll see. I don't know about that. But I mean, like, you know, you know more than I do. So if you say it, I'm inclined <laughs> to believe it. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's still it's not I, and real, it's, real. Yeah, it's 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 still, in my opinion, a rumor. But it's a pretty from the people I've heard it from. It's a pretty solid rumor. Um, it's being discussed among the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think personally, Elsa's the right character to do it with. If you're going to just start now, I think Elsa's the perfect character to do it with. Uh, I just, it, 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 it's so funny how crazy people were going. Like, I'm not going to see the movie because there's a gay character in Beauty and the Beast, and Beauty and the Beast becomes a box office mm-hmm. smash hit for Disney. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny when it, so I just. I, I really don't think it hurts the Disney company to do it either. I don't I don't think there's going to be a 
huge backlash that people might think there will be. Um, no, I mean, I think people will be so mad, especially mm-hmm. since Frozen oh, yeah. is so big and there's yes. so many randos in the middle of the country who are going to lose their minds. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think it will hurt it. I agree with you. Also, because we've seen so many movies with kind of like a, a not like a minority um, audience, but, you know, like m- movies featuring more minority communities like Black Panther mm-hmm. and, you know, sure. like Wonder Woman and, you know, stuff like that, where it's like the no, I mean, not like women are a minority, but you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just going to it. There's going to be so many people on the other side of it that it ensure its success even more. Than it just being the Frozen sequel. So I agree with you. I I would be, I'm still, my propensity is to say they wouldn't do with an already established franchise. If they do good on them, totally. I just, I'm like, "Eh," because of the more conservative parts of the country, you know, who go to Disneyland, who, you know, I remember in the 90s, you know, when Gay Days came to Disneyland, how the conservative communities freaked out you know, back mm-hmm. in the mid '90s, so I am just like, you know, if it happens, great. I'll just believe it when I see it, though. Yeah, it. I just, in the same way, you're like Sarah that you're just like, I want them to cast, you know, right? I to rub it I in racist face. It, for me, it's just like, here, conservatives, take that. You know, no, I feel you. I would die for it to happen. Like, it would be such an amazing move. Yeah. Yeah. And we have, we have seen like with companies like Nike right now, you know, they make a bold move like that and people are like, Oh my gosh, we're burning it. We're not wearing it. Their sales went up 20% last week. Like, so (laughs) yeah, there's that backlash. It's like, you know, all press is good press. Yeah. All press is good press. And that's going to like, that's going to, that's going to, people are going to go see the movie more. Now the, the the LGBTQ community is going to go see it several times. Now they'll get behind it. So, I mean, I, 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 I work, I work with a guy who was a producer and he, he said the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community is one of the most faithful, uh, communities you can have as a fandom because they will back you no matter what, because they just love it when you, when you give them representation. And he, he was like, this will be genius for Disney to do because they will have faithful, a faithful fan base there that will always have their back if, if they were to do this. And I'm, I, 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 I I will believe it. Yeah. But I just, uh, with an already established prop uh, IP, I'm like, yeah, cause then you have people bring their Elsa dolls. Well, they already bought them, so they already got their money. <laughs> My stock price still going up. Yep. <laughs> All right, we have a little more time to uh, talk about one more thing that I don't like talking about, but it's in the the Disney uh, company news so much that I want to talk about it. Hmm. Oh, it says Dave Bautista stuff. He, so uh. he was on the Jonathan Ross show, and uh, he, professionally, when asked about it. Uh, you know, hey, what's going on with Guardians 3? And Dave Bautista actually did a really good job on the show where he stated uh, it's a bittersweet conversation. But um, he said, really, no, it's a bitter, bitter conversation because he's not really happy, which he has every right to not be happy. You know, his, his friend got, you know, fired. Mm-hmm. Um, they're putting the movie off. It's on hold on uh, indefinitely. And to be honest with you, I don't know if I want to work for Disney. Um now, from what I'm hearing, and it's a huge, huge rumor. It is take it as a rumor. Do not run with this. If if there are fellow writers uh, listening to the show, do not write this story because it's a rumor. Is that I heard the they're doing Avengers four reshoots now? Yeah, 
I heard one of the event or Guardians characters is being rewritten to die. Now, yeah. whether whether or not it's it's Drax or it's Mantis or Nebula or keeping Gamora dead, which I don't think will happen because it's always Saldana. Um, mm-hmm. It that's the rumor that's going on is that they're doing reshoots and it, a part of those reshoots is killing off a Guardians character. That's not all the reshoots they're doing. They're doing other reshoots for the film, mm-hmm. but some of it's going to be for Guardians. And that's that's the rumor I'm hearing. However, do we think the company should kill off the character, recast the character or just say, you know, turn a cold shoulder and say, you know what, Dave Bautista, you're part of a contract. We're going to continue to to use you. I wish it would be the latter. Sure. You know, I mean, to a certain point, if he if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't have to do it. But like, I, I wish that they would just keep you know they come they come up with a plan for like how the stories are gonna go Mm -hmm. and i feel like the plan that they come up with initially is probably the best one so i I wish that they would just hold if it's true that it's drax you know like i wish that it wasn't and that they just stuck to what their whatever their original plan was but um i'd rather him die off than get recast for sure yeah yeah oh gosh this is it's tough I feel like Dave Bautista kind of jumped the gun uh, when talking about this, uh, where the rest of the Guardians cast, you know, kind of held it together. Dave Bautista was out there on front saying, you know, I'll fulfill my obligations, but um, Disney doesn't like it when their talent does that <clears throat> or anybody does that. Just ask the LA Times. Um, so it, I, I, I just think it was a foolish thing for him to do. And, you know, whether you think about James Gunn or not, the situation that happened or not, whether it was overblown or not, uh, we've talked about that extensively on here. He just probably should have hung back a little bit. Uh, I don't see Disney working with him again because he kind of spat in their face a little bit. And there are plenty of other, you know, A-list actors who want to work with Disney. So they're like, you don't like it? Well, we're going to kill off your character. Wouldn't be surprised at all. So that's that's my take on that. I agree with both of you on certain points. I don't know how you kill off Drax knowing that Drax is a pivotal member of the Guardians. And even outside of the films, you're using Drax for not only your animated shows, your merchandising, your your rides, whether it's at Disneyland or Disney World. Drax is pivotal to Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. and its storyline and the comics. Yep. I don't know how you kill him off. Like Sarah said, I'd rather it be the latter. I'd rather Drax, or I mean, Dave Bautista hold off on his comments and you know what, just stick it out, work with Disney. Uh, you know, it. what's done is done and you're going to work with a director who gets the best out of you as well. I, I'm sure it'll happen, whether it's, you know, a Taika Waititi or another director uh, that they find. At the, I don't see how, you, I don't, I agree. I don't see how you recast because Dave Bautista kind of embodied the role of Drax. Um, and not every actor can play this menacing looking character, but still be very heartwarming and, you know, just kind of out there and soft spoken. It's it's tough oh, to find how, actors like that. How disappointing would it be if it was like an off screen death, too? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I would hope not. Like, but I mean, here's and on the other side, playing devil's advocate, like 
Marvel has, you know, the, they can do it easily. They can kill. They can, they can say he died in the snap. They could bring Drax back only to get killed for real by Thanos, mm-hmm. maybe in a rematch, because he really is, you know, fighting for the death of his his wife and, and daughter. Um, so maybe dying a, you know, a glorious death to Thanos or his army is something they can, you know, write. Now, I wouldn't want to see that. Trust me. Um, I just want to see Captain Marvel come in here and take over. Um, yeah, so it's a tough issue. I, I just, I, as much as I don't like talking about the James Gunn stuff and I don't want to talk about it, this whole Dave Bautista stuff is such huge news, especially around social media and, you know, and film and has so many implications to Disney that I think it should be talked about. Um, but it was nice to know your thoughts. Andy, do you have anything? Anything else? I think I think that's all we have this week. There's gosh, we're going to have a lot more news coming up here in the next few weeks as things get released. You know, Ralph breaks Internet. All the other wonderful things are coming up with the holiday season. So I think all we have this week. Skylar, how can people find out more about this show? Where are they going to go? What's the websites, the socials, the handles, all that fun stuff? You can check out the DizInsider.com where we're posting all of the latest news in the world of Disney. Uh, we have some, if you like the Mulan exclusive, share it with all your friends. Uh, get it out there. We, we love seeing our story out there and people enjoying the, the story. Uh, I do have a couple more stuff in the works for the site, so get really excited, mm-hmm. especially if you're a fan of these live action remakes. Uh, working on a story here within the next week or two. Um, and yeah, check out the DizInsider.com to find out where you can get your questions for the Decast, you know, links to listen to the show. Get us your, uh, you know, your uh, the iTunes podcast reviews. We love reading the reviews on air. Uh, you can find, you can uh, follow me on social media, SkylarHXC. And uh, yeah, check us out. And Sarah, where can people find you on the interwebs? I am on Twitter at Sarah Sterling underscore and on Instagram at Sarah G Sterling. And my podcast is called The Happy Hour and my pins are at fanflare.com. Really quick. So I listened to Happy Hour for the first time. I'm not big on entertainment gossip. <laughs> I, that's what I assume your show is. I don't yeah. watch The Bachelor. I don't I don't I don't follow E. So I don't watch like the Kardashians. But I wanted to listen because I wanted to support your, your uh, you know, your venture. Thank you. It is the funniest is. podcast in the world. It is You're just too kind. I like, I'm like, I'm not funny. And it's Caroline, right? The <laughs> yeah, Caroline. Caroline. Oh, it is funny just watching them talk about random entertainment stuff. It's so much fun. And I don't even know what they're talking about. I'm just enjoying the way they bounce off. <laughs> so each good to it's hear. a good show. So yeah, check out Yappy Hour. We'll make sure we have a link for that show in the uh, in the article. Yes. Thanks, guys. And you can reach me at all the various social media networks at Andy Herndon. Also, make sure you leave that iTunes uh, Apple Podcast review. If you just put a star in there, that's great. But people want to know why you listen, so make sure you leave a review. With that, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the official podcast of the Disinsider.com. This has been the DCast. cast <laughs> <laughs>